Welcome to In Confidence, the podcast by women for women, where we confide in each other and release personal burdens. Um, on today's episode, this is part two of the episode where we um, talked about betrayal in a marriage. Um, it's part of our series on marriage wars, and I'm happy to be here today to talk to you about my own experience. I'm Kana. And I'm Bubble. Bienvenue sur In Confidence, votre podcast pour les femmes, par les femmes. Ici, nous partageons nos confidences en toute confidence. Et euh, cet épisode est euh, la deuxième partie euh, de, de, de la trahison qui fait partie de, de la saga des galères conjugales. Et euh, la semaine dernière, vous avez eu l'occasion de m'entendre, Bubble, partager... Euh, mon expérience de la trahison dans le mariage et euh, aujourd'hui on va écouter euh, Kana yes yes hi Kana hi Bobo comment vas-tu very good <laughs> very good oh my god it was quite the experience listening to you and today is my turn I guess on a besoin de savoir aujourd'hui ton point de vue enfin non ton expérience oui je voudrais que tu partages avec nous Yeah. Ton expérience de la trahison yeah. dans le mariage. Yeah, and we should tell people that we decided that uh, we have a bunch of friends who, friends and people we don't even know who are going to join us to talk about their own personal experiences. Mm -hmm. And we felt it's only fair that we open up and tell our experience before, Tout à fait. you know, we invite others to do the same. Tout à fait. So today is my turn. Um, Bobble, I don't even know where to start. Um, as you know, I got married six years ago. Mm -hmm. um, I was in my mid-30s, so I felt like it was time I had been craving marriage, simply because for me it was the next thing to do. I ha had finished studying, I had a master's degree, I had a brilliant career. Um, I was healthy, I was happy, and the next thing to do was find the, that significant Step other it. and start a family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt the pressure even more so, and I talked about it a little bit in previous episodes, because I'm an only child, and my mother raised me as a single woman. And um, she had passed away three, four years before, and I felt very, very lonely. So long story short, uh, I was introduced to this guy, mm -hmm. um, and uh, we hit it off. Um, he met the basic criteria of what I was looking for in a, in a spouse, mm -hmm. which was that I wanted someone respectable, mm -hmm. presentable, mm -hmm. um, who didn't like drink or do drugs or do anything out there like mm -hmm, that, mm -hmm. who uh, was pious, like mm -hmm. who believed in God mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and practiced mm -hmm. his faith, um, and someone who could be a good life partner but also a good father. Mm -hmm. So I met him and we ha started having conversations and we hit it off. It was, we, we laughed together, we talked, uh, we spent a few weeks together Because he was living in Senegal and mm -hmm. I was living in, in America. So I was just here on vacation. Long story short, we met. It went very fast. Whoops. All of a sudden, we were married. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
And it happens in our culture that yes, yeah. um, I'm of the Muslim faith. Mm-hmm. Um, it does happen, uh, even maybe in, in Christian families, but I know mm-hmm. that in the Muslim faith, it, it can happen that fast. Absolutely. That within less than three months of knowing someone, you find yourself married, even mm-hmm. less than a month or a week or whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think that was the first betrayal of myself, was that everything I've known about life told me you do not get married that fast. I still went ahead and did it because I was afraid of staying alone, basically, mm-hmm. and not having what everybody else had, which is a, a, a companion, a husband, some kids. Aye. So I did not listen to myself. That was my first betrayal of myself. We got married, mm-hmm. um, and I did everything to, to, to take him to America. Mm-hmm. I, I take a breath on that because um, I don't even know what I was thinking. For me, it was just logical that, you know, we were married. Mm-hmm. We had to somehow make sure we, we were together. Either we would live together or we would um, uh, go back and forth a lot. So anyway, um, I did what I had to do so that he could get his visa and stuff to come and mm-hmm. be with me in the in the, that's again in hindsight I hadn't even figured that out, that part out it's once we got married that we even talked about that so you see how you know I was very <laughs> reckless okay we got married long story short I invested the hell out of myself in this relationship um, because that's the kind of person I am um, I'm, I, I realize now that I'm a bit naive because I just assume that people are good. Mm-hmm. And I just assume that uh, my husband was a good person, that he wanted only the best for me and for our relationship. Mm-hmm. So there was never for me any kind of red flags. There were some weird stuff. Uh, but we're all a bit weird and we all have, um, you know, I'm not perfect, he's not perfect. So I was always like... We, yes, we, we have to get to know each other. This is very new. I've, I've never been married. He's never been married. You know, there's going to be a few hiccups here and there, but eventually, exactly. So we were living a, a very happy life that I thought until last year, the first big betrayal I experienced in this relationship um, was that we reached almost five years of being married and I, we still hadn't had a child, so I decided to pursue a more aggress- aggressive pop- um, treatment for, mm. for a fertility. Mm-hmm. And my husband refused to come along with me to do that and it was a shock. First of all, I never imagined being in a relationship with someone who's not sure he, who's not, I mean, not that he's, he wasn't sure, but who's not going to 100, 100% want that for yourselves, wow. for the relationship. Mm-hmm. So I was taken aback um, that he wasn't on board and he gave me very lame excuses like, oh, no, I don't have time, you know, stuff like that. And I was like, am I in a twilight zone? Am I in a dream? How do you not have time? Or how does anybody have an objection 
to coming along with his wife to to pursue something so important for the relationship mm-hmm. and i spent hours calling him talking to him because he was in the u.s and i had traveled to senegal at the time um begging him crying i was devastated and he wouldn't budged and he was so cold about it mm-hmm. that i should have known right then and there that something was very wrong in this relationship and that we were not pursuing the same thing in this relationship but so that lasted a good month and a half that i was in a, in complete turmoil he would not talk to me and he would not budge and he knew this was the only thing i wanted um out of the relationship like not that it was the only thing i mean i i wanted the companionship the marriage to to be, to blossom but so he knew that for. this was super important for me as part of the marriage to have children and it's as it is for most women mm-hmm. so he refused to go with me to those treatments i ended up flying back to the us and we he was very weird acted very weird for a few days and we ended up having a talk i asked him to to to, to have a talk and uh, i realized that he refused just because he could he it wasn't that something major had happened he just was like well you didn't explain things to me clearly so that's why um i wasn't on board and then also your doctors in senegal wanted me to fly back there and i'm not a puppet that wow. you just drag to senegal uh whenever you want and stuff like that and I, I, again i was like what and i have to put this in in the context because this is a man i was a thousand percent devoted to like i went above and beyond to make his life easier to make his life to, mm-hmm. to, i was devoted to him in a way that i didn't even expect that i could mm-hmm. be so the fact that he knows that this is the one thing he can do for me that will make me super happy and he's he's withholding that from me was shocking so anyway we got over that issue mm-hmm. and i started undergoing fertility treatments um there in the us and things were doing great great i mean in terms of the treatment and in terms of our relationship mm-hmm. this is a guy that um can be moody but it's mostly fun mm-hmm. so we had um a good um normal life like mm-hmm. we would play around he minds his own business he goes to work um he works hard when he's into his work uh he comes home he's watching his tv he's joking around f- with friends on the phone so it was a normal relationship nothing major mm-hmm. you know the normal fight every mm-hmm. now and then mm-hmm. over stupid stuff but nothing major mm-hmm. apart from a few mood swings stuff mm-hmm. like that so we resume normal life mm-hmm. and then that very week that I'm actually undergoing um surgery mm-hmm. for the fertility treatment mm-hmm. um a fight broke between us over something mm-hmm. so stupid once again mm-hmm. um i told him that on the day of the surgery we could not wear any perfume or um lotion mm-hmm. those were doctor's orders and just like that it became a fight something oh. so stupid this is after i've i was going through 
um, treatments for weeks, taking mm -hmm. shots, doing things that were emotionally heavy. Mm -hmm. My hormones were raging. Mm -hmm. And you would think that this man would have some compassion or patience with mm -hmm. his wife who's been devoted and so giving mm -hmm. and so um, loving to him, mm -hmm. so devoted. Um, but no, and he ends up that very week walking out of the, ha the house, wow. coming to, going to live with a friend, never to come back. Wow. He cut all ties with me, no phone um, contact. I, I went to his place of work so we could sit down and talk. He wasn't there, but he knew that I came and he never reached back out. I didn't know what his phone number was. Like this, he became a stranger in my life wow. overnight. I didn't even know what his new number was for months. Um, and I started hearing stuff. That's what was most painful. So first of all, he betrayed me because I never once imagined that I could be so devoted to him and to the relationship for him to be that ungrateful. Um, to even consider walking out. Like, I radically changed this man's life. Mm -hmm. He came from a, a modest background, mm -hmm. and um, life was not easy for him, and I made it so much different and easier mm -hmm. and opened up a lot of opportunities for him. Like, I don't want to go into details of everything I did, mm -hmm. but I paid for his training. I, you know, I, I, it, it wasn't about money, but I made investments emotionally, financially, mm -hmm. that were super important in the in the relationship and in him. Um, just mm -hmm. because to me this was my life partner and the future father of my children, so everything I did for him was for us, for our future, for our okay. kids. So to see him throw that out over a stupid argument, that was such a slap in my face. And I felt like marriage um, has to be dealt with between the two people who are married. So he brought other people in by walking out, going to his uh, friend's place. My family had to find out to know, because in our culture, as you know, um, families okay. get involved when there's an issue. So my family had to be involved. His family had to be involved. And um, they had to talk and see what's going on with our kids. How can we help them? And everything that came out of the guy's mouth, I had never heard him lie when we were married. Everything that came out as a justification for why he walked out of the marriage and of the home during such a crucial week when I was, when I was having surgery for fertility, and all of that, uh, everything that came out of his mouth was a lie. That was a shock to me. Yeah. Um, a, a few aunties, people who are older, told me, oh, don't worry about it. Men do that. When they know they've messed up, they'll make stories up about you. So that's what he did. He did that. And that wasn't so bad because it was stupid stuff like, oh, she makes me clean the house. Um, she doesn't have as much sex with me as I would like. Mm -hmm. Stupid stuff like that. It wasn't mean or anything. So it was a lie. It was betrayal. Uh, on top of the betrayal of leaving me, abandoning me. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't that bad mm -hmm. at first. Okay? 
when he was cornered and everybody told him, you know what, this is not how you behave as a man in a relationship, he started justifying. People were like, you cannot do this in a marriage. You don't just walk out. Even the law does not allow you mm -hmm. to just abandon um, your spouse. Mm -hmm. uh, because he's somebody very stubborn and he never backs down or apologizes. To these Africans. Exactly. Ah. He decided mm -hmm. to... Um, He decided to lie on me and on the marriage. So instead of apologizing or falling on his word and acknowledging that, you know, I got angry and I messed up and I shouldn't have and forgive me, even if you don't want to be in the relationship anymore, be a man about it. He, he decided, let me um, stab her in the back. He lied about stuff that I supposedly told him that were horrible um and that i never said of course um he people were like well you we always saw you happy and you always said good things about your wife and he was like yeah i was just pretending so he, wow. he his option was to to yeah to deny even the the happiness the everything we shared to deny the qualities that he was bragging about me um he he just he decided let me lie on her lie on the marriage so everybody um so i can at least place doubt in people's mind so that she doesn't come out as this person who was mm -hmm. stabbed in the back mm -hmm. uh and i don't come out as the bad person and he, yeah he, that's exactly he spit he spat on everything that we and and i felt oh my god he i could not imagine that i had been that devoted and generous and loving to someone who could not care less i felt like i was sleeping with the enemy for long and i didn't realize it you know the thing about about betrayal is it doesn't come from your enemy it's it's someone you loved who turns and becomes a monster in your life who hurts you deliberately because at first i thought oh this is just a mistake he's not doing it on purpose he's just ashamed that he misbehaved but let me reach out to him and it, everything will be okay and i realized he was deliberate and he really just didn't want the relationship anymore so it's made me question everything about this relationship whether it was even a real one from the start or whether i was an opportunity to get to america or whether I was an opportunity to better his life, mm -hmm. and um, which is the reason why maybe a year prior when he realized, okay, she's really trying now to have children, mm -hmm. I'm going to be bound to her forever in life. Um, yeah, this is the time for me to bounce and leave this relationship because I don't want that with her. It's made me question even whether I'm a good person because I'm like, how can something... How can something so bad and so mean happen to me if I am a good person? Why would God even let something like this happen to me? How can I be used and abused like that? And then I'm like, how, can, how, how come I was so naive? There were signs, but I didn't think of them as signs. I was just like, ah, oh, so, you know, so we all mess up. You know, there was, there were small hiccups for me. There were nothing 
major but in fact I should have paid more attention so I don't even trust my intuition anymore because I'm like clearly I'm not as smart or intuitive as I thought because <laughs> for 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 something so huge to happen and so the other big betrayal of myself that I did apart from ignoring all all of this was when he walked out I was still hanging on to the relationship until the end until the very day that he said he was out I was still hoping with such a big red flag I was still going to forgive and welcome him back I was I was determined to make this relationship work even if I knew mm-hmm. something was deathly mm-hmm. wrong with the relationship and I don't know why I gave up on myself so much that I was willing to stay in something so bad instead of um having the courage to walk out and 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 reclaim my power and my life um so I was betrayed because I feel like he used me and then he made me waste 6 years of my life without having anything to show for it basically um not that I was in it to have anything to show for it but you mean you know what I mean like Definitely. it's 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 wasted time wasted investments wasted energy wasted love um so I'm I feel used betrayed abused um but I think the betrayal started with me <laughs> with me I slept on my on my own life I I just was willing to go with the flow just so that I could still be living that married life even though there were flags there were signs that alarm bells that pay attention something is off it should not feel this way at some point I even knew you know I probably shouldn't have married this guy but I was in it so I was going to you know stay in it until death did us apart and um so I'm 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 disappointed in him certainly I'm disappointed in his family. No one reached out. These are people who I was you know, I had a, a great relationship with his mother, his cousins, his everybody. Two people maybe reached out, three. But the people that I knew most in the family never reached out. So I feel betrayed in general by by their family, by their community. It's a community that I have done a lot of work for i i did a lot for them i i don't trust them anymore i don't trust men i don't trust life i don't even trust myself that much hey, no, 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 no. no i mean i i'll rebuild the trust especially yeah. f- uh for myself but it's made me question everything every foundation that i had for life or for relationships and certainly i feel like i should not stay that naive as to believe that anybody who smiles or who walks into your life has your best interest at heart because i i was sleeping with the enemy basically this guy could not have developed this type of animosity overnight i feel like he wasn't in this relationship with me but he didn't really like or love me or he and he certainly wasn't committed to me for life about to get completely yeah exactly so 
so that's what i've gone through so i'm now in my early 40s um about to get a divorce and i don't know the other thing that i feel like it's is a slap in my face he never sat down with me to tell me why he left he never sat down with me to tell me why he's getting a divorce or he doesn't mm. want the relationship anymore it's that lack of consideration for someone who who transformed your life who mm. who was overly generous and devoted to you mm. that you do not even have the decency to tell me the reason why mm. all of this is happening so i heard feedback from friends family but to this day i'm not able to tell you exactly why i'm even getting a divorce oh. so i'm left to my own interpretation of what this relationship was and what it wasn't and who i was in the relationship or not and who he was mm-hmm. when maybe a conversation would have been the respectful and decent thing to do yeah so that's my story that's what happened um and uh and that's what i'm trying yeah 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 that's what i'm trying to come out of um i i've been taking some time for myself um and taking care of myself and afterwards i'll be probably go- like you going through a divorce process um cuz it has to come to an end um, administratively too obviously but the betrayal is thinking it's painful c'est ça me pas non c'est difficile ça détruit ça <laughs> exactly ça détruit notre estime ça l'a beaucoup détruit en même temps Mais... thanks to you and the people who've surrounded me and to this and f- thanks to this podcast it's given me it's given me a new direction c'est ce que j'ai envie de te dire tu n'es pas seul voilà tu n'es pas seul partager ça c'était pas facile c'était pas facile pour moi euh, surtout surtout pour toi oui. et tu vas voir que ça va te vider c'est ça après mon épisode j'étais vraiment crevée oui ça va te vider mais en même temps tu n'es pas la seule oui non Et on, on a ce devoir de partager nos expériences c'est ça. pour se dire que finalement on n'a pas forcément besoin de se remettre essentiellement en cause mm-hmm. euh, bien sûr qu'il faut être deux mm-hmm. aussi bien pour la réussite que mm-hmm. pour l'échec c'est d'un ça. mariage mm-hmm. mais ces choses qu'on subit ne doivent pas rester cachées mm-hmm. parce que ce ne sont pas forcément des choses qu'on mérite mm-hmm. simplement de vivre Exactement. ce sont des choses qu'on est en obligation de partager mm-hmm. on a ce devoir d'information de mm-hmm. partage mm-hmm. avec euh, nos sœurs avec nos consoeurs mm-hmm. entre femmes de solidarité mm-hmm. de solidarité absolument on n'est pas seul on traverse toutes des galères oui. moi moment, c'est moi ça a été crucial pour moi this Mais is what's making me exactly the fact that that we're all in it together and that yeah mm-hmm. is what's making me realize that that um yeah we're in it together and we'll be fine and it's given me new direction i'm claiming my life back and um yeah Ça va aller, il n'y a pas de raison que ça n'aille pas. Non. En tout cas, merci beaucoup d'avoir partagé avec nous cette expérience. Yeah. Je sais que ça t'a gidé, je sais oui. que ça a été dur. Je suis tellement merci désolée. Merci de m'avoir écouté. Et ton mari, excuse-moi de le dire, mais est un fou. C'est si le pas l'or qu'il avait entre les mains. Et ben, j'espère que quelqu'un d'autre le saura. Yeah. Et pourra t'aimer à ta juste valeur. Et yeah. te rendre tout cet amour que tu donnes. Merci. À tout le monde. Merci. I love you, so I love you too, Bobo. Thank you for listening, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you. See you next week, Bye-bye. Bobo. Bye.